Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Hey, Mom. What are you doing? Oh, hey, Jake. I'm just working on a podcast. Oh, is this the one for the kids, too? Yes, it is. Can I help? Well, sure, Jake. How would you like to help me host today? That would be great. Okay, well, let's tell our listeners a little bit about what we're going to be doing today. Today, all the moms can listen with their kids, right? That's right, Jake. And it will help you learn about Jesus together? That's exactly right, Jake. Good job. I'm really excited. All right, so let's get started. It's our special Mom and Me podcast. Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen, and today is our Mom and Me podcast. So moms get your kids or kids get your mom and y'all can join in together and listen. Today is a fun, fun subject. We are going to be talking about how Jesus is a real superhero. I don't know if you've heard the song, Moms, you can find it on iTunes. It's called Jesus, You're My Superhero. My boys love that song. Jake and James love that song. It would go along with what we're talking about today. So if you want to check that out after this podcast, I just thought I'd throw that in there. But Jesus, he really is a superhero, kids. He rescues us from our sin. Did you know that John 3.16, that's probably a verse that a lot of you have learned, but the verse 17 is important too. So John 3.16 and 17, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved or rescued. I added the rescued in. (laughs) Because did you know that God sent his Son Jesus to save us and to be our rescuer? He rescued us from the weight of our sin. It's like sin can feel really like heavy on us. It can make us feel really bad. It can be really heavy. But did you know that every bad thought that you ever had or every bad thing that you ever said to your brother or sister or every bad decision that you've ever made at school or anywhere that Jesus died for you. He carried that sin of yours to the cross so that you might be forgiven. This is really great news because of what Jesus has done for us on the cross. We can actually not only be forgiven, but we can have a personal relationship with him. You know, you might hear it said like this. This is what Jake always says, that Jesus can forgive us and that he can live in our hearts. That's what having a personal relationship means with Jesus, that he can actually live in your heart, become a part of you. And it is so, so neat to think about that Jesus can rescue us, literally save us because he is a superhero. I don't know if a lot of you, um, have a favorite superhero out there, especially the boys, probably more than the girls. I know that we've got a couple of girl superheroes, but I think my boys' favorite and the Halloween costumes and all the things that we've had have been like Captain America and Spider-Man, of course, and Hulk 
I think we've had Thor and Jake was even the Flash this year. It's like every year I feel like Halloween is just a new superhero. That's what they want to be. Because superheroes are big giants that we look up to because of the things that they can do. And even though we all know that superheroes aren't actually real, Jesus is real. He is a real superhero because he can save us. You might say, well, how can he save me? I don't understand. I'm going to share a little story with you today that might help give you a real picture of what I'm talking about. So this really happened in our family last week. (laughs) This is a story of how James, my younger one, he needed a superhero. He needed a rescuer, quite literally. So we went on a walk, and we decided to go a little further than normal. And so we're outside. Jake and James are on their bikes. Jake is on his bike. James is on this tricycle thing that he got for Christmas. I don't even know how to explain it, but he loves it, and it goes really fast. And so I was kind of hesitant about him riding it, but he insisted, and he had his helmet on, so I said, okay. So we went on a walk, and they really needed to burn some energy. This was a weekend, and we had been inside. It had been cold, and the sunshine was out. So I was like, all right, we're just going to go a little further than normal, work out some of our energy. And we had walked probably about a mile, and we were in a completely different neighborhood than ours. And I noticed that James going down a hill was dangling his fingers down on the road and kind of letting them brush against the road. And I said to him, I said, James, don't put your fingers on the road. That concrete, it might hurt your fingers. It might cut your fingers or you might hit a rock or you might run over your finger. I said, don't do that. It's not a good idea. Much like God will warn us when we're tempted to make a bad decision, he'll say, don't do that. Don't do that. And so I was kind of this voice for James. And I said, James, that's a bad idea. Don't do that. You might get hurt. At first, he listened to me and he, you know, pulled his fingers up. But eventually, I was kind of focused on Jake doing something and telling him to stop because he was way ahead of us. And I turn around and James is crying. He's completely stopped and he's in tears. And I say to him, oh, no, did you hurt your finger? Did you not listen to me and what I said? And so I was I was trying to, like, quickly correct him for what I assumed that he had done wrong, which he had, but I, I did not realize until he turned his little finger over that it was completely covered in blood, and I felt so bad. I was like, oh, no, and so... I uh, told Jake, I said, quick, Jake, go up the road. I saw this this couple outside with their kids and see if they can give us a Band-Aid because, like I said, we're like a mile from home in a completely different neighborhood. I don't know anybody. And so I said, Jake, go see if you can get a Band-Aid. And, and he was real hesitant about that. He was like, I don't want to go ask a stranger for a Band-Aid. And I'm like, go, go. We've got to have one. 
And so he does, and I quickly get James off of his bike, and I'm I'm realizing, okay, we're never gonna make it home. We're he's not gonna he's not gonna ride this tricycle anymore. I don't think that I could physically carry him at this size at four all the way home, which is like a mile and a half. And I know that we would have to leave the bike here. I'm thinking, what are we going to do? We we need a rescuer. We need to be saved. But I don't know anybody around. And so I think, well, maybe maybe my husband Josh is, is home. He had been out. And I was like, maybe he's home. Lord, please help him be home. And so I called him, and he answered. And I said, oh, thank goodness, you've got to come quick. We need to be rescued. This has happened. And I told him what happened to James and how we had gotten a Band-Aid, but he was, I didn't know how bad it was because I couldn't tell with the blood. I couldn't clean it off. And I knew he wasn't going to make it home and ride his tricycle. Can you please get in the van and come get us? And he and he says, sure, I'll be right there. So he comes and I don't even really know where to tell him we are as far as the road that we're on. I just kind of tell him the neighborhood and generally where I know that we are. And so he found us and he rescued us. So I tell you this story to give you a real example of how God can see where our temptations or our bad decisions can lead to sin down the road. Just like James, I told him a, a warning, don't do that with your fingers And he ended up deciding to do it anyways. He made a bad decision and he ran over his finger and he busted it up pretty bad. And we needed a rescuer. We didn't know how to get ourselves out of that situation without my husband, Josh, coming to our rescue, right? Well, in the same way, when God sees that we are making a bad decision or that we're in sin, Not only is he quick to forgive us, but he says right in his word in Psalm 50, 15, call upon me in the day of trouble and I will deliver you or rescue you and you shall glorify me. Now, when when my husband Josh came to get us to rescue us, you know, James was very quick to be like, Daddy, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I was too, because I knew there was no way I could carry him home. And so we were just very thankful. And so in the same way, this verse, it says that we can call upon the Lord in any trouble that we have, in any bad decision, in any sin, any time that you feel scared, that you can call on the Lord in a day of trouble and that he will rescue you. And then it goes on to say that you shall glorify me in doing that. So just in the same way that we were thanking my husband over and over again for coming to save us, how much more would you be would you be thanking and glorifying God because he saves us from all sin and from everything that we've ever done wrong. You know, that is a super powerful thing to even think about. I was telling James when we got home, I said, you know, this story makes me think about how God is our rescuer and how he's always quick to forgive us. And when we mess up, 
how he still comes to get us, how he still comes to rescue us if we call on him and how in that we should always be quick to give him glory and honor for all he's done for us. A story that this made me think about from the Bible is when it refers to Jesus being a good shepherd and us being his sheep as the people that believe in him, that have a relationship with him, that have him in our heart, that we are his sheep and he is our shepherd. And I remember this verse from Ezekiel. It's Ezekiel 34, 11 through 12. It says, For thus says the Lord God, Indeed, I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock on the day he is among his scattered sheep, so will I seek out my sheep and deliver them from all the places where they were scattered on a cloudy or a dark day. So even on your worst day, even on a cloudy day, even in the midst of your sin or bad decision, God still would send Jesus, the good shepherd, after his sheep. He would still send Jesus to die on the cross for you. And he would still, it says in the Bible, he would still leave the 99, the 99 sheep and go after the one. He would leave all of it to come after you and to rescue you and to forgive you. That is a superhero. Jesus is a superhero. When I think about the word seek, that the Lord would seek us out and find us and forgive us in our day of trouble, in our dark day, in our cloudy day, like that verse was talking about. When I think about the word seek, I think about the the game hide and seek. Have you ever played that game? My boys love to play that game. They get their dad when he gets home and they're like, let's play hide and seek. And they see you can find the best spot. I'm sure all of you out there have played the game hide and seek. When thinking about the game hide and seek, I think a lot of times when we make a bad decision or we do something that we know is wrong or that we're not supposed to do, a lot of times we try to hide from God or maybe hide from our parents. I can remember specifically when Jake one time he wanted a juice box and I told him no you cannot have a juice box you've already had one and we don't need to have any more today and he really must have wanted that juice box I think he was about three and so when I was putting James down for a nap Jake snuck downstairs and this is really out of character for him but he snuck downstairs and he got a juice box and he drank it and threw it in the trash can really quickly. About the time that I was walking down the stairs, I hear the trash can closing and I think, surely he did not do what I just specifically told him not to do. And I go down there and sure enough, there is a juice box in the trash can. At three, he wasn't really clever enough to to hide that too well. But He made a decision, a conscious decision, to do something that I asked him specifically not to. In the same way that James ran over his finger after I specifically told him not to put his fingers down on the road. We all do that. Your mom and dad do that. You as kids will do that. We will make bad decisions and we will sin. We will do things that God directly tells us not to do. 
And when we do those things, there will be consequences. Consequences is like the way that you might be disciplined, like a result of disobedience. Like, for example, if at your house you get grounded or you have time out or spankings or whatever your parents have decided to do, those things do happen. And God, in the same way, of course, he can see everything. You can't hide anything from God. And there will be consequences for those sins and those bad decisions. I thought about the story of Adam and Eve or Jonah. So Jonah, he thought, I can hide from God. I don't want to do this thing that he told me to do. I don't want to go to Nineveh and tell these people about Jesus. So he decided, I'm going to get on a boat and try to hide from God. But it didn't work. And what happened to him? He ended up in a whale, a stinky, yucky fish for three days, right? And he was sorry after that for sure. Or Adam and Eve, they ate the fruit that God said, you can have anything in this beautiful garden. You can have any animal as a pet. You can eat anything that you want. Everything is perfect. No sickness. Everything is great. The only thing that you can't do is you cannot eat from this tree. And what did they do? They ate from that tree. They made a bad decision. They directly sinned against the Lord. And then after that, they went and they tried to hide from him, right? Because they knew that they had done exactly what God told them not to do. But the crazy thing is, it's not crazy to God, but to us as humans it is, is that God has such a love for us. He loves you so much. He has grace on you. He has he shows you mercy. That means he is quick to forgive you. That if you call upon him and ask him for forgiveness and to come and be in your heart. That's the whole reason that he died on the cross, that Jesus died on the cross. That's the whole reason God did that is so that you could be forgiven and that you could have a relationship with him. He is our superhero, our rescuer. Psalm 46.1 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. You can call on Jesus any day, any time, and he will always come. Just like I said before, when James needed his dad and he called, we called him, he came quickly because Jesus is always there when we need him. He is always going to be our rescuer and our superhero. So if you are a Christian today and you're listening to this podcast and you have Jesus living in your heart like my Jake, then why don't you thank him today after this with your mom or with your dad or tonight in your prayers for rescuing you from sin and ask him to forgive you for any disobedience that you've had lately. Say you've been mean to your brother or sister, or you you know you've made a bad decision lately or done something that you shouldn't have done at school, it's time to talk to Jesus. You always need to call upon him and confess those things, and he will be quick to rescue you like we've been talking about. Or if you haven't asked Jesus into your heart and you're like my James, who's four, you're kind of like him. You're sitting on the side of the road and you know that you have made some bad decisions, uh, when, like when you hurt his finger. You know that you have sinned and that you've done some things wrong. You've thought some things wrong. And you want to know more about this whole Jesus being a superhero thing. And you need to talk to your parents today about what that means and how 
you can be rescued and forgiven and how you can have a relationship with Jesus like we've been talking about today. So kids, thank you so much for listening with your moms today. And mom, if it's just you listening out there, use this example, use these stories and these scriptures and share this with your kids and try to encourage having some spiritual conversations with them, whether or not they are already saved or they're not, or you might have a little bit of both like me. Uh, Use this podcast to spur on those spiritual conversations. That's exactly what they're for. So thank you so much for listening and joining me today. And don't forget to follow us everywhere at Faithful31Moms and subscribe to our podcast. That would be so great and helpful. I hope that you all have a blessed day. Faithful 31 Moms is produced in association with Love Worth Finding Ministries, built on the profound biblical teaching of Pastor Adrian Rogers. Please visit our website, faithful31moms.com, for all interview show notes. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Faithful31Moms. That's faithful31moms.com.